0: Hey, Kristen. Hey, Jolenta. How many dresses do you have in your closet right now? Oh, God. Well, that's kind of a tough question. After we lived by the life-changing magic of tidying up, I got myself down to maybe 40 dresses. But then after that, of course, I got lured back into stoop sales. Right,
1: right. You are addicted to stoop sales. But this means all of your dresses are, like, secondhand and vintage.
0: Yes. Historic, you might say. My dresses span the decades. Right. So... Really, your closet is like a museum. Yeah, you could call it a museum, a fabulous museum if you Mm -hmm, want to. mm
1: -hmm. And if your closet is a fabulous museum, that would make you the curator, right?
0: Ooh, I think I like where this is going. Are we going to be
1: closet curators? Oh, you know we are, ladies. So get your docent ready because I am Jolenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. And this is By the Book.
0: In each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. Today, our book
1: is The Curated Closet, a simple system for discovering your personal style and building your
0: dream wardrobe by Anushka Reese. Anoushka Rees is a Berlin-based writer and personal style expert who's been obsessed with fashion since she was a little girl. As an adult, she moved to London to get her master's degree in social psychology at the London School of Economics, and when she wasn't studying, she dedicated all her free time to shopping. But Anoushka had a problem. Even though she had a closet jam-packed full of clothes, she always felt like she had nothing to wear. Every morning, it took her over an hour to pick an outfit, and she'd leave the house feeling defeated. To fix the problem, Anushka decided to put her knowledge of psychology to work. She researched the fashion industry, studied fashion icons, examined her own shopping habits, and came to a startling discovery. She had no idea of what her style was. Rather than getting to know herself and her likes and dislikes, she'd spent her entire life chasing trends and spent every penny she had on poorly constructed fast fashion. And so she decided to make a change she developed a sense of her own taste, started shopping more selectively, and redefined how she got dressed. After a few years, she had a unique look, felt more confident, and was wasting way less time and money on clothes. To help others do the same, Anushka started a blog full of style and shopping tips that became hugely popular with people around the world. And in 2016, she turned that blog into a book called The Curated Closet.
1: In the curated closet, Anushka explains that our wardrobes can make us unhappy for many reasons. We buy things we don't love because they're offered at a discount, and we keep things that itch, ride up, don't fit, cause blisters, and have holes out of obligation or because we feel guilty about the money we spent on them. We do this because it feels easier in the short term, but in the long run, doing so makes us less confident. Anushka says the key to fixing our wardrobe problems is knowing our personal style and matching it to our lives. And she stresses that there is no cookie cutter version of style. It is not based on trends, style typologies, or a
0: list of essentials, but on who we are as individuals. Here's how you do it Step one define the status quo. Document what you wear every day for several days, and then ask yourself what was your favorite outfit? What was your least favorite outfit? what clothes made you happiest and what did your clothes say about you finally define your current style in three words step two discover
1: your style goals ask yourself what you like about your current style and what you want to change are you playing it too safe are you not dressing for your current job but a past one start a digital inspiration board of the clothing cuts colors patterns and textures that speak to you and change it up as much as you like deleting and adding images as you go along then start experimenting try on clothes in stores look at your friends closets and see what you actually
0: like on your body versus on your inspiration board step three define your style profile now that you've done your field work you should know the cuts fabrics colors and styling of outfits that feel authentically like you from skirt lengths to pattern combinations to whether you prefer overdressing or underdressing at a party now Create a mood board of what your style profile is and write a summary of the key qualities of your style. For example, Grace Kelly Goes to College or 21st Century Victorian Romance. Step 4. Detox your closet.
1: Look at your clothes. What do you love? What do you hate? What items have nothing to do with your newly defined style? Pull out the clothes you never wear and that no longer match your aesthetic. Isolate the problems with these clothes, whether it be fit, fabric, color, a giant hole, and so on. Mend or tailor the things you want to keep and get rid of the rest by donating, selling, or repurposing into rags. And if you're having trouble parting with something, try a trial separation
0: by hiding it out of sight for a bit and seeing if you're okay without it. Step five, evaluate your lifestyle. Your perfect wardrobe should match your personal style and your lifestyle. That means your job, social life, indoor versus outdoor time, frequency of formal events, and so on. So write a list of every activity you do in an average of two weeks and the kinds of outfits you wear for each type of activity. Now, compare that to what remains in your closet and determine the wardrobe areas where you're understocked. Step six, relearn how to shop. Look at your mood board.
1: Take note of the color palette, types of fabric, key pieces that embody your style, statement pieces that add flair, and basic pieces that balance out the looks. List the items you'd like to add to your wardrobe and make sure these all fit into one of your understocked lifestyle categories. Take your time shopping for items on the list. Don't worry about doing it all at once. Keep your budget in mind and plan what you'll get before heading to the store or shopping online. Once you're trying things on, pay attention to fit, construction, and how comfortable you feel.
0: That's what the book says, and so that's what we did for two weeks straight. So, Jolenta, tell us about your first week of living by... The Curated Closet.
1: Well, Kristen, I was very excited to do this book. Uh, I I like to think of myself as as pretty stylish, knowing what I'm about style-wise. You know, back in the day, my friends still tease me about this. Uh, I was known for referring to myself as uh, a fashion visionary. Ooh. Yeah. But um, once I got to work actually living by this book and doing step one, my heart kind of sank. I tracked what I wore for a few days and uh, listened to what I found out. So I've been tracking what I wear and like this is it a lot of the time. This shitty old t-shirt. I have been wearing this t-shirt cause I've been working from home for like four days straight with these sweatpants. I changed my underwear and these Birkenstocks. It's gray, it's baggy, oversized, not fast fashion. But I do look my like garbage. <laughs> yeah, my oh. three my three words were like lazy, sleepwear yoga <laughs> 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 this this tracking step totally destroyed the story I tell myself about my style. I have been living a lie. Wearing the same t-shirt for four days and sweatpants all the time is not
0: visionary. I mean, you are somebody who works from home and does a lot of yoga, though, so it's kind of like functional, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, yes, yes and no. I like being comfy. I like functional clothes, but I don't like looking like I just rolled out of bed four days in a row, you know? I have some good clothes that are way nicer and way more my actual aesthetic, but I just never touch them.
0: Um, but why? Why don't you touch them? So it dawned on me during step
1: one that I'm just waiting. Like I'm waiting to feel good enough to wear them. I'm waiting for me to be confident enough to like actually try out my visionary style and feel like I deserve to wear the nice things you I You deserve have. them though.
0: Jolenta. You deserve it. I know. Stop
1: waiting. I will. I did. I did. I did stop waiting. And I started step twoing. Uh, <laughs> I, I moved on to step two to discover my style goals. Uh, so I spent a morning scouring Pinterest. I added pictures. I deleted pictures. I got super frustrated with search terms because everything I searched for was not what I wanted to find. Uh, and after five hours of Hold doing Hold on. What this, do you mean
0: searching for search terms? I was just putting
1: in search terms like, you know, oh, what were some good Shirt? ones? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'd like, be like boxy crop tank and it would be uh... like one Etsy link. And I'm like, this is not what I'm going for. I think my terms were a little too specific. Okay, okay, got it, Um, got it. Yeah, so after five hours of doing this, I started feeling like I was just fully losing my mind. So to shake things up, I just went to a department store, and uh, I took my mobile Pinterest board, a.k.a. my phone, mm-hmm. and I just tried to try on some pieces that resembled some of the pictures that managed to make the cut. Nice, nice. How'd that go? Uh, it wasn't nice. It was, it was nerve-wracking. Uh, this is embarrassing to admit because, again, it goes against my view of myself as a fashion visionary, but I hate trying things on. I hate it. Usually trying on clothes leads me to be like, oh, my body's disgusting and I can never wear anything I like. And I just try to avoid it. Um, I usually just buy my clothes online i often get them too big and just keep them anyway and i call it a day oh jolenta yeah I by know. the way
0: listeners if you don't know this jolenta is such a hottie she has legs to her ears she's got an ass that won't quit oh she's God. got a great rack she's a gorgeous woman she's got that beautiful flowing hair you're a goddess i and, i'm trying and, to and, believe it and more. if somebody who looks like you like a goddess feels uncomfortable in a fitting room. I mean, what hope does the rest of the world have? I mean, not to mention fitting room lighting is always Oh, it is the worst. Oh, my God. It's like they're trying to make you feel bad about yourself. They want
1: you to just run out crying. Yeah. So I had a different experience, though, this time in that fitting room. And um, I recorded an audio diary as I left the store to sort out my findings. Okay, I have to say I'm impressed. I tried on a bunch of things I would normally never touch but they match the descriptions of the stuff on my list and like honestly I would wear every single one of the things even the thing I like the least looked way better than I thought it was and it was a top that was literally from from like a weird old lady section but it met my criteria I guess it doesn't matter as much where it comes from but yeah I'm uh, I'm really surprised I thought I was good at shopping
0: Whoa, so this was a totally different shopping experience, all yeah. because you had your photos with you? Yeah, yeah. I
1: tried on things in, like, tons of different colors, which I normally never do. I pretty much always wear black. Sometimes you wear gray. True, true. I'll, I'll spice it up with some gray. Sometimes some, dark some charcoal. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. New <laughs> yeah. York rainbow. Exactly. But I enjoyed pushing myself to ignore my rules. And, you know, I tried on a gold dress. I tried on <gasps> a blue and taupe shirt. You know? Oh, taupe. Yeah, yeah. When, <laughs> when have I ever worn taupe? Never. No. When have you ever said taupe? Ne- Never? Yeah. <laughs> and this exercise also surprisingly helped remind me that, like, my body isn't the enemy. You know, you can try on the same thing in a bunch of sizes. And as long as you look and feel good, like, it's fine. And yeah. you can have fun with it and, and express what's inside. to
0: that. And you know what I just hate? Hmm. Sizing. Oh, it's the worst. Also, it's just not consistent. Yeah, like... You go from one shop and it's a size two, you go to another shop the same dress is a size ten. Yeah. And it, for some reason certain body types seem to be represented in the clothing world and right. other body types don't, like, oh like if you people have, who are six feet tall. Well, I was gonna say depending on where your curves are. What mm-hmm. if you're a big legged, delicious, you know, meaty legged gal like me, but you have no butt and a small waist, for some reason no clothes are designed yeah. that way because yep. they don't think my body's appropriate. Whatever. Anyhow, enough about me. Back (laughs) to you.
1: Back to you. Right, right. Uh, Next, I did step three, which is actually defining your personal style. So I took note of the fabrics and the colors and the cuts that I liked uh, from my Pinterest board, and I just pulled my favorite pictures from the Pinterest board, and I made a digital collage on a free website that I found, and then I wrote out my personal style description. So here I am sharing my newly defined style with my partner, Brad. There's like some crystals and like, it's mostly black and white and gray, but there's some gold and like burnt orange and um, some like olive and then so I've decided my style profile is it's 70s glam minimalism, (laughs) which I know is a little contradictory, but like it's very like disco. And it's a little edgy and sparkly. Like, there's Gold lamé, there's sequins, there's velvet, but like, it's all sort of minimalistic. It's a picture of Cher. What? No, it's the um, Witches of Eastwick, and their style is like amazing in it. Classed up 70s clay. Yeah. yeah. Basically, it's like a modern, <laughs> the overall idea is a modern day minimalist witch goes to a party at Studio 54. <laughs> yeah, the tracks. Right? Like, that's what I'm going for. Ah, Jolenta. You
0: know i got to get my crystals
1: and my witches in there. Of course.
0: I would be disappointed if there was not a mention of a witch or a crystal somewhere Uh, in here. So you did it. Very Um, proud of you. Thank
1: you. Thank you. And that step was legit fun. It got me excited about the things that were inspiring me and excited to move on and actually look at my current wardrobe To see how it matched up with my ideal wardrobe and do some shopping, maybe. But that doesn't happen until week two. And I definitely need to hear about your first week of living by the curated
0: closet. Kristen, please tell. Yes, happy to tell. So I like to think I have my own look. It's a style I started developing in high school with thrift store shopping and hand-me-downs from my nana. And over the years, I've refined it. Gradually going from grungy secondhand to more colorful vintage mod. And when I tracked what I wore for the first few days, it really seemed I was living up to my self-image. Well, at least half the time. Ah. But, of course, the way we see ourselves is not always the way others see us. So for step one, defining the status quo, I asked my husband, Dean, to give his take. How did he see my style? Oh, interesting. And this is what he said. Um, I would say op shop chic. What, uh, what do you call it in this country? Not an op shop,
1: what do you call it? Um, like uh, second hand store chic, I guess. Oh, um, I don't know. I feel like your outfits are very
0: um, stylish. I do feel like they are um, what's the right word for it? It's like not uh. Crisp and new? I would say that the clothes that you wear look like you have lived in them for... You didn't just buy them off the rack. You've lived in them for a while. And I think that's good. Is it? Or does that just look like I'm shabby then? No. No, you certainly don't look shabby. That is definitely not a thing. But if all my clothes look really lived in, I don't know if that's a good thing either. Lived
1: in, Dean? Come on, (laughs) dude. Yeah,
0: just say vintage, even Ugh. if
1: they look lived in. Like, oh my god, just lie to her. Ugh. But that's what he said. He Ugh. said lived in. I do in. not think he hit the <laughs> nail on the head, but uh, I'm interested to see what happens
0: next. Yeah. So what I did was I went back home, looked through my clothes, and I have to confess. Dean was actually partially right. Uh Uh-oh. Well, some of my clothes do indeed have that fabulous vintage mod look that I like to think they have. like your wedding dress? Yeah, 1962. It was so mod. Silk dress, so cool. So vintage, so unlived in. So wonderful. But... Some of my clothes did fall short. For example, I was carrying around a handbag with a broken handle. For you, know, weeks. No, the you know, the second you handbag? said that, I
1: was like, no, that is like definitely part of her you style. Know my like, handbag. A yeah.
0: little jerry rigged together. It, it's not in a good place. It's just not. And this is a horrible habit of mine. I tend to use handbags until they fall apart and then way beyond their falling apart point. So my status quo three words were actually. Lived in chic, yeah. I mean, protein. the more
1: I think about it, the more I'm like, it is sort of accurate. It's sort <laughs> of accurate. I still think there's a better word, a better phrase than lived in, but
0: yeah, I'm not saying all, all my clothes, it. but it was yeah. like over a third of them kind of. Yeah, fell into if that it's category. enough
1: that that Dean will say it is part of your style, then
0: like you might want to revisit. <laughs> yes, yes. So, what did you do for step two then? Ah, uh, yes, determining my style goals. Mm-hmm. So, I decided that my goal was to look a little less lived in and a lot more fabulous vintage mod with polish. Polish was high on the list.
1: How do you define polish, just so
0: I'm clear? Um, Put together. Things don't look lived in. It doesn't look like a used couch in the dormitory. Nice, nice. Don't want to look like a used couch in the dormitory. No, no No, one does. No. So (laughs) I started scouring the internet for what I do want to exude. What what kind of image do I want to have out there? And I put together an inspiration board and Jolenta as you know, I'm a major film buff. I studied mm-hmm. film in college. I was even a film critic for six years. That's when we met. Yeah, I was going to say we were critic. friends. Yeah. So, not surprisingly, most of the images I collected were from movies and TV. I grabbed over a dozen stills from The Umbrellas of Shoreberg Do you know that movie? Uh, no. It's an early 1960s tragic musical oh, with good. wildly <laughs> colorful costumes. Everyone should see it. You should see it. I grabbed outfits from Marlo Thomas in Ooh, That Girl. Yes. From Zoe Deschanel in The New girl i copied images from season one of the mary tyler moore show Oh, that's so you yes and from all the seasons that emma pillsbury was a character on glee do you know who emma pillsbury is yeah she played the guidance counselor she's super
1: adorable and her costumes were amazing in that show adorable yeah
0: i obsessed over all the clothes and the wallpapers and furniture in my favorite french new wave movies and fellini movies and Guess what I realized? I bet
1: you discovered that a lot of your clothes already meet your criteria because some of them look like you stole them from a costume department of a TV show in the 60s.
0: You are correct. Here, let me show you. Let me show you. Uh-oh. Okay. So look at this picture. <laughs> mm-hmm. Season one, Mary Tyler Moore. Hello. Oh,
1: so good. That flip at the bottom yeah, of the hair. Yeah, I
0: own that dress. No. Yes. Okay. Look at this one of that girl. Um, I kid you not. This brooch that she's wearing. Oh, I've seen you wear stuff like that for sure on your Not on stuff your denim like that. That's an actual brooch I own that Dean got me. Wait, from the dating. Mary Tyler Moore show? No, this is that girl. Oh, that girl. That's nice. this my... is a very rare pin that a few were made back in the era. Shut up! And he got you one? Yes, I have one of these. That's incredible. And I have that crossover dress. I was too, saying, you definitely have a dress
1: that looks like that. It's yes. very you. Yes,
0: this long pendant with the you sweater? wear stuff like that yes. too. Look wow. at this outfit from that girl. Was I not wearing that yesterday? Oh, you wear that like
1: every day. Yes.
0: Yes. So I was pretty excited to see that I already dress a lot like this. It was pretty fun. Nice. It was
1: great. So basically you're just working on polish, like for
0: some things. Yes. Uh, What did you do next? I did step three, defining my personal style. So this was pretty easy. I chose all my favorite pictures, including the ones I just showed you there. And I noted the fabrics, the colors, and the cuts that I like. Blues, pinks, and greens were the colors that showed up the most often. All the clothes were dresses, skirts and cardigans, pretty much. Yeah, you, you're you not a pants girl. No, no, I do not like pants. I, I, they don't make pants for my body type, and they don't make me feel fun. So, yeah, I never wear pants. And then I took everything that I put together, and I came up with my little definition Of what my style is. May I hear it? Yes. I call it the Technicolor Umbrellas of Zoe Pillsbury. That is a mouthful, but I think I see what you mean. Doesn't it sound like we would be the coolest band of all time? Yeah, Technicolor Umbrellas of Zoe Pillsbury. Like defi- that band definitely formed in the 60s. They did. And you know what? Hmm. Sometimes when they're on stage and they're dancing Yeah. and their little flips are going up and down, their the
1: flips on their hair. Yeah.
0: And then the crowd, when they scream mm-hmm. um, afterward, They give you each a bottle of champagne and a free margarita because they love you so much because you're so cute and your outfits are so happy. Oh,
1: wow. That is definitely your kind of dream.
0: Yes. It's a good dream. (laughs) I love it. Everyone is happy and everyone's wearing beautiful, vibrant colors and nobody's ever sad again.
1: I love it. I want to hear so much more about those Technicolor umbrellas. But first, Kristen, we have to take a break.
0: Do you ever find yourself wading through your newsfeed on Facebook or Twitter, wishing you could just call someone up and ask, what do I really need to pay attention to here? Well, what if you could? I'm Mary Harris, the host of What Next, Slate's new daily news podcast. And every weekday morning, I'm going to be on call for you, taking you inside one story, going deep behind the headlines. What Next is news you're not going to get just scrolling through your phone. To listen, subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Okay, Jolanta, we talked about our first week of living by the curated closet. Let's get into week two. Tell me about it. Let's do this.
1: I started week two with my closet detox, which is step four. And since we did the KonMari book a little over a year ago and I moved last month, like I have purged many, many clothes. So I was a little nervous about what I would find when I detoxed my closet because I do still need things to wear. But I have to say, again, pleasantly surprised during this step. I have a lot more nice things that are totally in line with my style profile than I thought. I just don't really wear them. Uh, Listen. Ba-ba-bum. Let's see. This shirt is really good, and I never wear it because I feel like it's too fancy for me. But it's just a sheer, I think it's silk too, a sheer silk t-shirt that's sort of baggy. It fits well, and it has cool detailing on the back. It's sort of open. I like this. It's got a little schmuts on it. But I really like this shirt. And nothing's too good for me. I can wear whatever the fuck I want. Love pile. Yes.
0: Yeah, put you it can, in the love pile. You can wear whatever the fuck you want. Stop hiding in those sweatpants. Put on that sheer t shirt. Yeah, do you, it. But
1: you don't want to hang out with me when I'm wearing the same sweatpants I've worn for four days?
0: I mean I changed my underwear still. <laughs> Maybe you can pair the sheer T-shirt with the sweatpants, actually. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Really
1: add to my edgy look. Um, <laughs> no, but this was fun. I pulled out a lot of ill-fitting sweats, uh, and I donated them to a local charity. I joined an online consignment site to sell a few uh, very oversized dresses that are essentially just black potato sacks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I even taught myself how to tailor some pants that needed
0: to be taken in. I like took them in at the waist. What? Yeah. That is a tough tailoring job. Yeah. Like, hemming I can do, but yeah. t- wow. I wow. Was, I
1: was surprised too.
0: Wow. I'm very impressed. So you're leaving your bag of stuff behind, mm-hmm. you're getting into your witchy, sexy disco style. Exactly. That sounds great.
1: Yeah. And, um, After I tailored and detoxed, I moved on to step five, which is examining your lifestyle. And turns out I basically only have four categories of activity I need to dress for. There's um, clothes I wear for yoga or walking the dog, you know, my more active wear stuff. Uh, There's uh, working from home that I need to dress for, working out in the world, like going to Panoply or doing stand-up shows, and uh, special occasions, you know, your wedding, your funeral, your fancy party.
0: Well, I know from all the leggings you wear, you're probably set for working at home and going to yoga. Oh, you
1: are so right. You are so right. And I have a good rotation of nice things to wear to special occasions, too. But I realized my working out in the world wardrobe was totally lacking. And this makes a lot of sense to me because it's the area of my life that I feel the least confident in. I never know what to wear to meetings or to my stand-up shows.
0: This is so interesting, Jolenta, because this is actually clothes getting at real issues here. I know. Your choice of clothes, it's actually reflecting what you feel most comfortable in, what yeah. you're Ugh. least confident Great. in. So I feel most
1: comfortable, like, in jammies.
0: No, no. I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. I right. think it's, no. I think I think it's it just really sense. interesting that a book that's supposed to be just about we're supposed to look better is making you think about the areas oh, totally. that you're least confident in. That is so fascinating I mean, to me. I mean, yeah, I guess if you
1: have to define your personal style, you have to think about, like, your personal limitations. <laughs> I don't know. So
0: interesting. Yeah. So, what did you do next then?
1: So I decided I needed to uh, fix this wardrobe problem. And I moved on to step six, which is relearning how to shop because I thought maybe I could get, a, get an item or two for my work wardrobe. I, uh, I looked at my mood board and I looked at my wardrobe and I made a specific list of items I needed to purchase. And I headed to a department store
0: to find some working lady clothes. Working lady. Nice. So was it fun buying clothes? Did you dress for success? Uh, I think I did. I got one top,
1: but it fits really well. It is totally my style. It is burnt orange, which is uh, a new color for me that I have realized I like. And I also learned that I love having a shopping list for clothes. I do it for groceries. Why not? my clothes. It makes so much sense. It made going to a store so much easier. It made trying things on way less stressful because I knew what I was actually looking for. I knew what kind of fit I was going for. And it made it more about just the garment and less about my body like failing me because this one random top didn't work or something, you know?
0: Oh, wow. And then that burnt orange shirt, did you end up wearing it? Did you go into the world? Did you feel more confident in it? Yes. Yes, I did. I wore the
1: shirt to a stand-up show later that week. And while I was getting dressed, I found I had the confidence to get even more daring with my style, and I did something I haven't done in years. Listen. It's time. It's time to be honest about my styling. I love jewelry. I love fucking around with it. And I miss my nose stud. So let's see if this will even go back in. Ah. come on oh okay it's through yes and oh nice I miss this stud I'll wear all the jewelry all at once and I'm not worried Ooh, witchy. Yeah. Was it a
0: crystal stud? Uh, yes, it was. Was
1: obviously. it? <laughs> I don't, it's like cubic zirconia. It looks it's good enough.
0: Nice. Nice. Living up to your style all the way. Yeah.
1: I put my stud in my nose piercing, which I never do anymore, like basically because I'm a coward. I worry, you know, like what if I go to a meeting and people are like, she's too casual. Like she has a nose stud. And I was like, who gives a shit? Like I'm just going to wear my stud. I'm going to wear my new shirt. I'm going to do a stand up show and be me. And And it felt good. It felt nice. It was fun. I felt confident. Like, I was digging myself. And that's how I ended week two of Living by the Curated Closet. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. How was your week two, Kristen?
0: All right. So I began with step four, like you, detoxing my closet. I looked through what I loved. I looked at what I rarely wear. And I thought about what actually epitomized the Technicolor umbrellas of Zoe Pillsbury. Some of the clothes were obviously there to stay. A dress I like to call my Mrs. Robinson gets naughty dress. Uh-oh. My Lily Pulitzer frock, which I'm wearing today. Huh? Oh, that is cute. Yeah. Um, the outfits that look like Fellini designed them himself. Nice. Um, I kept all of those. But then there were some items that made me pause. Listen. All right, hon. Let's get to this one. It is the kitten wrapped in the U.S. flag tank top. Which has some nice memories for me when James was over from the U.K. and he dressed in U.K. clothes and I dressed in America clothes. I got this shirt just for that. So um, should I keep it? I mean, it's a cute shirt. Is it on your inspiration board? There is not a shirt of a kitten wrapped in a U.S. flag on my board. No. Um. Yeah, Kristen, I don't th- But aside from that, I can just give money to the Humane Society. I yeah, don't Yeah, you don't
1: need to buy a yeah, shirt. I, I
0: don't need that shirt. No. So I don't think it's the polish you're going for. No, it is not. So I got rid of it along with a couple of other tops I have that have logos or writing. Um, mm-hmm. it's yeah, just not you're not a you're not much. an
1: image on a shirt kind of person. No,
0: not usually. And I also got rid of many dresses that look <gasps> truly what? quote, lived in. Oh. To use Dean's words. Nice. And I got rid of clothes that didn't quite match my palette, including this very bright yellow dress I got at a stoop sale last year on a whim that makes me feel like I'm wearing a bumblebee costume yeah. whenever I have yeah.
1: it on. I, that's one thing I'm definitely learning from this book. Like things that make you feel like a full fraud or like you're in yeah. costume, yeah. you know, don't no. lead to
0: confidence. No, no. Did not make me feel confident, so I got rid of that. And I also had two dresses actually taken up at the tailor. Oh, you should have just brought them to me, girl. I I'm should a tailor have. Now. You're a tailor now. I know. if only I'd known I I
1: know. I should have, I should have uh, made a post or something on Twitter to be like, tailoring services now available. Man,
0: I wish I would have done that because it actually cost a lot of money. Oh,
1: yeah it? yeah. it can be expensive. That's why I did it myself because mm. I was like, I do not have the money for this right now. Oh,
0: Next time. Well, I
1: am very, very impressed. I didn't think you part with a single dress,
0: <laughs> let alone a kitty cat tank top. Yeah. I mean, I got rid of so many dresses during the life-changing magic of tidying up. Like, who knew I had more dresses to get rid of? Oh, I have a feeling you always have more dresses.
1: (laughs) But what about step five, evaluating your lifestyle? Are there ever
0: times you don't need to wear a dress? (laughs) So this was kind of a strange exercise. Frankly, it made me question how I'm living my life. Here I am talking to Dean about it. My activities every day are go to work, walk around, go out to dinner, walk in the park, play board games, hang out with friends, drink margaritas, go to work, walk around, go to stoop sales, go to the farmer's market, walk around, also watch TV and sit on the couch. Ah,
1: yes. Because your husband is missing.
0: (laughs) Who says I need clothes for that? But, sorry. Sorry, listeners. Um, Like, all my activities, I pretty much wear the same clothes whether I'm at work or going to the farmer's market, don't I? Yeah, pretty much. So, like... That's not true. I wear slightly nicer clothes to work than I do on the weekends. I mean, that yeah, I mean, yes, but but no. <laughs> Dean uh, is the, not letting up lifting clothes. He is still like
1: the king of diplomacy, though. Like <laughs> he's so sweet
0: about it. That's
1: why he's America's favorite husband. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, he still thinks like you know, at this point, he's like, "Some of your clothes are not necessarily that different from other clothes. Some of them still might but look a little But it's not in. like
1: you need, you know, you're like high performance outerwear to like climb Everest in or anything. You know, you you
0: live a life that lends itself pretty well to what you wear, right? Yeah. So I just wear the same clothes all the time that are a little bit lived in.
1: But yeah, like, and Mary Tyler Moore isn't like,
0: I need more like skinny jeans. Well, I mean, it did. Briefly make me think that though. When I was going over all my activities, I'm like, maybe is there something wrong with my life? Am I not living a varied enough life? I don't have clothes for kayaking like some of my friends do. I don't have clothes for that's true.
1: Maybe I should kayak.
0: Maybe I started Uh thinking things like this. We're heading
1: down a spiral. Yeah. But I'm getting you a kayak for Christmas.
0: No, you're not getting me a kayak because I'm afraid of kayaking. But
1: it's super fun.
0: Really? Okay. It's the best.
1: We digress. Okay. What were
0: you going to (laughs) say? But you know what? Once I came to peace with the fact that all of my clothes go everywhere with me, whether it's the farmer's market or work or on a walk or board game nights, once I made peace with that, I actually didn't see it as such a bad thing. I actually saw it as kind of a liberating thing. Yeah. It's good that my clothes fit my lifestyle. It's yeah, like good you're already that I you've already, already like accidentally
1: evaluated your lifestyle apparently. So You're just ahead
0: of the game. Thank you. Thank you. And so all those thoughts that I'm not doing enough with my life just evaporated it's like no I'm doing the right thing with my life and I have the right clothes for my life so that made me feel pretty good again
1: evaluating your lifestyle and like starting to think about just how you live your life and what you do and what you're okay with like that is a surprising thing to get to based on a you know closet detox yeah yeah I was very surprised by that I love it I love surprises and I love you and your non-kayaking lifestyle (laughs) now tell me how did
0: you end your week two I ended week two with step six, relearning how to shop. And for this step, I didn't actually buy a single thing. What? I just made a list of the things that I needed with a new handbag being item number one, that handbag with the broken strap. Mm -hmm. I noted how much I wanted to spend on these things and the colors and styles I'd keep an eye out for. I told myself, you don't have to buy anything right now. This is not urgent. You can take your time. It's not the end of the world if you don't have the spot in the next two days or five days or whatnot. It's fine. Then I headed out of town for a conference I was presenting at. And I decided that I would enlist all my new style tricks while I was on stage. And here I am with Dean later that day when I got back. Oh. Uh, Is that uh, good? You like that? Yeah, I missed you, honey. I like scratching your back. Hold on is my dress not is my dress not zipped up no I assumed you unzipped it for me to scratch your back oh god oh god has it been, oh no, has it been unzipped all day did you speak in front of 200 people 3000 people how many people it was a couple hundred Mm-hmm. at a oh conference with this all unzipped it's ok I'm sure no one noticed You have long hair. I ironed the dress. I, yes, I ironed it in the hotel room. Wow. I went through some extra effort today. I did more work with my makeup. I wore a new bracelet that my my friend Celeste gave me (laughs) to coordinate.
1: You look great, honey. The dress looks great on you.
0: Oh, God.
1: (laughs) Oh, Kristen. (laughs) I mean... I am very sorry about your zipper situation, but I'm kind of on Dean's side. You have really long hair. I'm sure no one saw it. And you did everything else, like, killer. Like, when's the last time I've ever touched an iron? I can't even tell you. I haven't touched an iron in, like, 100 years.
0: Yeah, and I do have to say something. Mm-hmm. As mortified as I was at that moment with Dean, I was, like, sick to my stomach. Oh, I, couldn't believe I know that it.
1: feeling where you're like, my fly was down at that important meeting, and yes. everyone saw my underwear, or, you know. Yes, but
0: then remembered something. All those styling efforts, Mm -hmm. not just the ironing or the makeup or the jewelry, but I actually did different mixing and matching that day. Mm -hmm. And when I was on stage, I wore a different sweater that day than I normally do. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Uh, I wasn't up there just with an unzipped dress. I had a cardigan over the unzipped dress so you you couldn't even see it. No one would have ever known. Because styling came to the rescue. That's amazing. Uh, Thank God I was actually... Using my styling tricks, I was dressing like Mary Tyler Moore season one. I looked yeah, great. And it, it accidentally saved your ass. It did. Or I it guess did. back. Yes. So it well, worked. done. All right. Coming up, we'll get to our verdicts. But first, a reminder, we want to hear from you. Have you lived by the curated closet? Do you have a vision board? Who inspires you to dress the way you do? Share your story at book at panoply.fm or at five hundred five five one oh book. Okay, Jolenta, it's time to get down to business. Did the curated closet actually work? Would we recommend it?
1: Well, when we started this book, I did not think I needed it. I thought I was a fucking visionary. <laughs> <laughs> um and I was, in the end, really surprised with how good the advice was. And now I love it. I love, I think I love this book. I love it. Yeah. It was a little daunting at first when you first finished reading it. You're like, wow, that was a lot of very specific direction. And you kind of can't move to one step without having really thoroughly done the other. And it's a lot of work. But, like... It's really good advice. And you know I love, like, my specific, really tangible tasks, you know. And this book definitely offered that. And although... I feel like reading the book and living by it for two weeks only got me part of the way there. You know, I know what I'm going for now. Yeah, I need to get a few more tops I can wear to work. And, you know, I need to play with like how I stack my necklaces some more. But I have a really solid vision of where I want to head. And it makes me really excited. And the thing I've already started noticing that I love is just how much easier it is to put my clothes together. Like, how much easier it is to just whip on an outfit. I can just like grab a pencil skirt, grab a top, toss on some necklaces, and know that
0: all of I thought this was a great book. What? The steps really? Were simple and easy to follow. I loved collecting items for my inspiration board. Any chance to just look at fabulous people in mod 1960s vibrant technicolor color right. clothing? I loved that. I actually felt that it was a good wake-up call to think about, like you, I always Mm -hmm. thought I looked fantastic. But yeah, there are a few ways that I'm shabbier than I should be. And like, then you think you are. You
1: realize like, oh, what I think isn't necessarily what I'm putting out there.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's not like all my things are like that. But Mm -hmm. there are a few items that could have been spruced up. I could have accessorized things differently. I could wear jewelry more often. I could polish up my look. Being polished doesn't mean that i'm less fun or less vibrant or mm-hmm. less fabulous and it
1: doesn't mean spending any more money it just means exactly like changing how you think about what you put together
0: yeah exactly so that was great and i really love that the book emphasizes there are no right or wrong mm-hmm. rules here this is just about knowing yourself and dressing in a way that speaks to you, and matching that to your lifestyle—it's not saying if you're tall, you have to only wear trousers. Yeah, she that was don't cut like, like, never this.
1: worry about those kind of rules. Yeah. Like, if you like it, you'll probably find a way to make it look good on you. Like, don't rule it out.
0: Yeah, but of course, I always have at least one thing I need to nitpick about. Right, of course. Yes. And in this case, it is about the photos in the book.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot f- about that. That bothered me, too.
0: All the women in the photos are Perfect. tall, rail-thin models who all look to be about 23. Yeah. There is no age diversity. Mm-hmm. There is no body shape diversity. Yeah. Um, they so at least
1: had ethnic diversity, so yes. I'll give her that.
0: But no, they were very
1: clearly extremely beautiful models that you or I will just 112 never look like. 112
0: yeah. pounds and
1: are six feet tall. Even if I were skin and bones, I would yeah. not be as pretty as them.
0: I think that if this was really going to be be the best book ever, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. would change out those photos. Yeah. I would make sure it that does there sort was. Of go,
1: like, yeah. It's sort of a counterintuitive thing to have in a, in a book about, like, there's
0: no right way, but it's like, but there is a the right body. Yes. And so I would prefer that the next version of this book, if she puts out a second version of the book or a third mm-hmm. one, I would like to see different models. Yeah. I really, yeah, really, really would. That's
1: a very good call.
0: Yeah. But aside from the pictures, I really enjoyed this book. And I think. I'm going to continue to be inspired by this book even after we're done living by it.
1: I'm like excited to keep working on my curated closet. I'm so glad we agree. I was so nervous. I was like, of course, I'm going to like it because it's like, yay, like me and confidence and clothes.
0: It was so fun. And you know what? We are beautiful pieces of art. Mm -hmm. Why shouldn't we curate for ourselves?
1: I curate the shit out of myself. I am a museum. You are. Love me. You are a museum that solely... Is a retrospective on the 60s.
0: <laughs> and you are a witch. A yes, fabulous, I am. Sexy a witch at witch.
1: Studio 54. Yes. And that's it for this episode of Buy the Book. Our producer is the Levi's-only wearing Cameron Drews.
0: Our managing producer is the wonderfully stylish Mia Lobel. Thank you, as always, to our
1: composer, Nate Wyda and to the Rizzo's who perform our theme song. And to Andy Bowers at Panoply. Please stay in touch. Let us know if you've read The Curated Closet. How do you find your style inspiration? what works what doesn't tell
0: us also send us any questions or suggestions for future books for us to live by our email address is buythebook at panoply.fm you can also tweet us at Jalenta G at Kristen Meinser or at Buy the book pod and you can call us at 505-510-book also please rate and review us
1: on Apple Podcasts it helps everyone find our show it helps us
0: enjoy our lives more it helps the world. <laughs> <laughs> and if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Jolenta, I'm telling you. Did you know we have the show? Oh my gosh, no, oh I didn't. The hey, Cameron, listen.
1: Have you heard of the show called By the Book? No.
0: What? Yeah. Tell. You gotta everybody. listen. It's a must listen. Tell people who even know about it just to drive the point yeah, home. Yeah. Just drive remind them, nuts. them. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. and I'm Jolenta Greenberg. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Okay, Jolenta, it's time to get down to business. Yes. Did the curate call.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I'll take a sip. I'll do that too. Mm, I do let's that sometimes do. I do this thing where like if the hosts are having a problem, I think I'm having no, a problem. No, I do this yeah. thing where, like, When Kristen was throat. like struggling, Choking. I was like, ah, ah, I have <laughs> to clear my throat. <laughs> yeah, it, I, do this, I do the same thing.